Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Pox response team briefing reporters right now on efforts to stop the spread of the virus. Sobering news about the safety of this region's roads. I'm John Aaron. Newly updated COVID-19 boosters. We'll learn more about that at 1110. WTOP now at 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steele. I'm Steve Kathan. Former Trump Organization CFO Alan Weisselberg has just pleaded guilty to tax and fraud charges. CBS News legal contributor Rebecca Royfe says the deal means he'll testify at the company's trial. He is not going to implicate Trump or any of Trump's family members in this scheme, but he will implicate the company. And that's serious because it essentially ensures a conviction against those organizations. And a criminal conviction is often said to be essentially a kind of death sentence for the company. Weisselberg was given five months in jail, five years probation. He'll have to pay two million in fines and taxes. There will be court arguments later today on the media effort to get the Trump search warrant affidavit unsealed. Legal analyst Ricky Kleeman says the Justice Department insists too much detail going public could jeopardize the investigation. They would like to keep that secret. Now, things happen in court that don't often happen on the paperwork. So it is possible, and I underline possible, that there may be a compromise where some of the affidavit is public, but only, I think, if the Justice Department wants it. The government says an additional 1.8 million doses of monkeypox vaccine are headed into the pipeline. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky says a greater effort is going to be made to get vaccine and information to cities with large LGBTQ gatherings. While we are offering the vaccine at these events to those at high risk, this is a two-dose vaccine series, and receiving the vaccine at these events will not provide protection at the event itself. Yesterday, Walensky ordered an agency overhaul at the CDC in the wake of mistakes and shortcomings during the COVID pandemic. Infectious disease specialist Dr. Celine Gounder on CBS Mornings. Acknowledging the weaknesses, acknowledging that not everything went right really does pave the way for people at the CDC as well as more broadly to change direction, to correct course, and, and to do better in the future. Well, heading back to school, the National Retail Federation says families can expect to pay an average of $864 on supplies. CBS's Adriana Diaz. The nonprofit Back to School America gave out more than 8,000 supply kits. CEO Matt Kurtzman says the need for the kits has never been greater. What single product has gone up most in price? Uh, paper is costing us uh, the most money. Janila Costin, whose daughter's about to start first grade, says there's also sticker shock in stores. For a few school supplies, you're easily going to spend around $70 or something. Checking Wall Street, the Dow is down. This is CBS. CBS News. If you're a business owner renting or leasing, you can save a ton of money and own a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 877-25-STEEL and get a quote today. 11.03 on WTOP. It's Thursday morning, the 18th of August. Beautiful, sunny skies, 74 degrees, heading into the 80s.
Good morning. I'm Mark Lewis. And I'm Deborah Feinstein. Here are the top local stories we're following this hour, and we begin with another reason for you to be extra vigilant on the roads. We've learned that there were more traffic deaths in the first quarter of this year than in the same period in any of the last 20 years. Nearly 9,600 people died in motor vehicle traffic crashes nationally in the first quarter of this year, according to estimates by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. That's a 7% rise over the same period the year before. But things are much worse in this region. D.C. is projected to have seen a nearly 63% rise in traffic deaths. In Maryland, the jump was 49%, and in Virginia, it was nearly 72%. The increase is blamed on factors including speeding, perhaps made more prevalent by different driving patterns as a result of the pandemic. John Aaron, WTOP News. Slow it down because new speed enforcement cameras will be going live in Fairfax on Monday. That's just as students are returning to school. Those cameras will be clicking away near four city schools as well as two county schools in Fairfax. And that's not all. Portable cameras will go live near highway work zones to enforce the reduced speed limits in place in those areas. And we've also learned that Alexandria is adding five cameras in school zones early next year. You can find out where all the cameras are at WTOP.com. Virginia's Board of Education has now suspended a review of changes to some teaching standards. The Board of Education was set to vote on a first review of the history and social science standards of learning at a meeting. But with five new board members, which were appointed by Governor Glenn Youngkin, State Superintendent Jillian Baylow called for a one-month delay in the vote. Give them an opportunity to individually ask questions. For one of the five new members, Bill Hanton, he says the time can also be used for corrections, among them the absence of George Washington as the father of the country. Mistakes matter. That omission was called an inadvertent one. Longtime member of the board, Daniel Gecker, took issue with the controversy that came up after the the discovery. All of a sudden, Virginia doesn't want to recognize Washington and Madison, which of right. course is ridiculous. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A final vote on the revised standards of learning is scheduled now for November. Taking down to more back to school. It's just a week until the first day of school in Loudoun County. And there are some changes you need to know about. Students and their families will get back to paying for meals this year. Prices will be the same as before COVID. There's a new meal payment app called Titan for families who want to prepay. There's also information online to apply for free or reduced price meals and the schools where breakfast and lunch are provided to all students every day. And there's a new app to track the location of a student's bus. It's called Stop Finder. It's invitation-based. The school system will email invites this week with information about subscribing for the service. In Loudoun County, Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Some American University staffers are saying if they don't have a contract by next week, they're going to step up to the picket line. About 550 clerical, technical, and academic staff at the school say they'll strike next week if their union and school don't come to an agreement. Now, there's been some progress over the past year on wages and health benefits, but nothing is final. Talks are set to resume today, but the union says if there's no agreement, members will picket at the school for up to five days starting on Monday. That's the day students move back onto campus. Still ahead on WTOP following traffic and weather, what you need to know about the newest round 
of COVID-19 boosters. It's 1107. 75% of government agencies' cybersecurity programs are at risk or high risk due to significant security gaps and a lack of fundamental processes. RegScale can help by bringing your compliance programs into the modern era to proactively meet federal compliance requirements. RegScale helps government agencies achieve a continuous authorization to operate, simplifying complex, time-consuming processes with automation to help teams stay ahead of schedule. Learn more at RegScale.com. That's RegScale.com. Ready, set, RegScale. In the wee hours of the night, when everyone else is fast asleep, you're the one on third shift, burning the midnight oil. When a part fails and everything comes to a grind. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 